Hey, this is Pastor Arm, and I want to thank you for joining me today for the Activation Church podcast. We are here so that people can activate their life in Christ, and I believe this message is going to help you go further than ever before. Check it out. How many of you believe that you can leave different than you did come in? That's really, that's really what Activation Church is all about, is about seeing God activate His purpose for your life about seeing transformation that's why I do what I do that is why I'm here I'm not interested in just having a gathering man like no it doesn't do nothing for me just to come together and say hey we did some church and we had some sang some songs and hey, there was a pretty good message that does nothing for me what excites me is seeing lives transformed and I've seen Jesus do it to me and I believe he can do it for you too turn to the person next to you and say today may be your day now turn to the person on your other side who's your second choice to say, as a matter of fact, today is your day. How many of you uh, in here, you remember the old arcade game Frogger? Anybody remember Frogger? Man, what a game. I, I had them uh, grab a clip of this because some of you are too young to remember it. And so I just want them to show this clip of Frogger real quick. game over so so here's the idea of this of this magical game is there's this frog who's trying to make it from one side of the road to the next and along the way he encounters all kinds of obstacles that are trying to smash him and when I think about it I realize that you know what guess what you're the frog I'm the frog we're all traveling through life we're trying to make it from one place to the next from one phase of life to the next and there are all kinds of obstacles that come the way that try to smash us. They try to derail us. They try to throw us off course. God has a purpose and a destiny for you. No doubt about that. God has a direction that he's wanting to take you in. But you got to know there will be obstacles along the way that will try to stop you. Try, try, try to stop you dead in your tracks, but... The good news is they don't have to. Turn to the person next to you and say, they don't have to. Years ago, Randy and I were driving to Nashville to do a television shoot. And when we got right to where it splits, to where you would go Chattanooga or you go towards Nashville, the power steering on my truck went out. And I don't know if you've ever had this happen, but when the power steering on your vehicle goes out, it's different than driving a vehicle without power steering. I know like some like Jimmy Rogers, he's like, I remember back when they didn't have power steering, you know, but <laughs> but this is different, Jimmy, like when your power steering goes out, like you can't, and we're on, we're on Highway 75, and so thankfully Randy's in there, and my brother's in there, and so they all jump up front, and they help me like pull the car onto 75, and you're thinking, and you pulled it over to safety, no, I kept on driving, and, and so, because what I did was I changed direction, instead of going to Nashville, I went to Chattanooga, because my, my grandma lives there, and thankfully, my mom was in town visiting family, and so I was able to change out cars, and get back on the road, and I believe that no matter what we go through in life, just like I was able to change cars and get back on the road, God has made a way 
for you. The obstacle comes, but he's already made a way of escape. You may not see it right now, but when the moment comes and you cry out to Jesus, he's already prepared a way. He's already made a way where there seems to be no way, and you can get back on the road. Turn to the person next to you and say, you can get back on the road. If you're familiar with Hebrews 11th chapter, it's full of people that encountered all kinds of things in life, yet they overcame them all through faith. And really, it's a reminder that if God can help them, he can help me. You, you do know that God's no respecter of persons, right? It's not like he loves Sean more than he loves you. It's not like God will only do special things for Aram that he won't do for you. He, he's even across the board. He loves us all the same way, and he wants to help us all. And he's already made a way where there seems to be no way. But the key is, as you travel through life, the things that happen to you like broken homes, broken relationships, loss, abuse, disappointments, those are the things that try to slow us down. And if we allow them to get inside of us, they can wreck us. So really the key is, you can't allow what happens to you to get inside of you. I, I, want you to, I want you to catch that this morning. You can't allow the things that happen to you to get inside of you because you can't control what happens to you. If you came from a broken home, that was out of your control. If a relationship went sour and somebody just like split, that's, that's out of your control. You can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you allow it to affect you. I was thinking about the story of Jesus on the, on the boat with his disciples. And the Bible says a great storm came up. And everybody starts flipping out, man. Like they're, they're losing it. They're like, I'm going to die. We're going to die, everybody. Get ready. We're going to die. And Jesus is, on the <laughs> Jesus, Jesus is on the back of the boat asleep. He's sleeping. The same storm. Get this. It's the same exact storm. The same exact situation. They're all going through it together, but they have two completely different responses. Why is that? Because Jesus didn't allow the storm that was going on around him to become the storm that's inside of him. He did not allow the circumstance to still his peace. You can't allow what happens to you in life to get inside you. And you cannot allow what happens to you in life to define you. Hear what I'm saying? Because many times, like the broken homes and the broken relationships and the loss and the disappointments, if we don't deal with them in a healthy way, then what happens is it causes all kinds of bitterness and anger and unforgiveness and insecurities and identity issues that wreck us if we allow it to get inside of us. But if we can allow God to work in the midst of the circumstance and bring peace in the midst of the storm, we can make it through. Turn to the person next to you and say, we can make it through. I want to look at a story this morning of a man named Blind Bartimaeus. It's in Mark, the 10th chapter, if you want to turn there. And we're going to start looking at the 46th verse. And I want you to see how God takes him from one situation to a completely different situation in just a moment. 
One encounter with Jesus changed everything in Bartimaeus' life. And I truly believe that today, one encounter with Jesus can change everything about your life. He can change the way you think. He can change the way you see yourself. He can change the way you act. He can change the way you react because he's just good like that. Turn to the person next to you and say, God's just good like that. So Mark, the 10th chapter, verse 46, the Bible says, and they came to Jericho. So Jesus is traveling, and he's with his disciples and a great crowd. Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And many rebuked him, telling him to be silent, but he cried out all the more. Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and said, call him. And they called the blind man, saying to him, take heart, get up. He is calling you and throwing off his cloak. I want you to allow that to sink in. He throws off his cloak. He springs up. He runs to Jesus. And verse 51 says, and Jesus said to him, what do you want me to do for you? This morning, no matter what you've been through in life, I want you to kind of narrow it down to what is it that I need God to do for me that I cannot do for myself. Too many times we live like come what may when it comes to this whole life and Jesus saying it's just like, well, whatever happens, if it be thy will. No, no, no. What do you want me to do for you? What have you been wrestling with that you can't fix that you need Jesus to fix? What do you want me to do for you, Bartimaeus? And Bartimaeus says, Rabbi, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, go your way, your faith. Your faith. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him along the way. So right here, Jesus is traveling with his disciples. He's going down the road from one place to the next. Just a normal day in Jesus' life when he comes across Bartimaeus. And the Bible tells us he's a blind beggar. Now, we, we, we don't know what happened to him in his life that caused him to lose his sight. He could have been born this way. Uh, something tragic could have happened. There could have been an accident. All we know is he can no longer see, and because he cannot see, he is sitting beside the road that everyone else is traveling down. Now, Bartimaeus is physically blind. But what happens to you and I, if we allow the circumstances that have happened to us to get inside of us, it impairs our ability to see properly. Because now we will filter life through our experience. And it affects the way we do life. We see life through our hurt. We see life through our abuse. We see life through our disappointments. And it affects the way we do life. And then this is important. Our actions come into alignment with what we believe about ourselves. 
So these things that we have allowed inside of us have produced all kinds of fear, worry, bitterness, unforgiveness, insecurities. It's altered our identity. And now because we don't have a proper identity, because we can't see who we should be, who we've been called to be, our actions start coming into alignment with it. The Bible would say it this way, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Doesn't mean you like doing it. Doesn't even mean that you enjoy doing the things that you're doing. You just do it because that's what you believe about yourself. And that actually can work to your advantage or your disadvantage, depending on how you view yourself. If you have a healthy identity, you will do healthy things. But if you have a broken identity, you're going to do broken things. If you think that you are worthless, you're going to do worthless things. Again, not because you like doing it, not because you enjoy it, but because that's who you have accepted to be in your mind and your actions will follow suit so here's Bartimaeus he's sitting on the road every day people are traveling going from one place to the next and he can hear them But everybody else seems to be traveling down the road I'm sitting on. And I don't know if you've ever felt that way, like everybody else is moving on with their life. Everybody else has moved past their past, but I'm still sitting here dealing with the same situation, wrestling with the same things that I've been wrestling with for years. I'm sitting. That's what Bartimaeus is doing. He's sitting there, can't see. And every day, he has to sit and listen to other people traveling, talking about where they've been, where they're going, enjoying life, enjoying their family. He hears the laughter, and he's sitting there sitting, broken, and he's a beggar. But one day, he hears the voice of some people talking about Jesus. And it catches his attention because he's heard about this man before. He's heard about the miracles. He's heard about how people's lives have been changed through an encounter with this man. And he decides within himself that I'm tired of sitting here. And he cries out, the Bible says, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And that's an important thing to take note of what he said because when he said son of David have mercy on me what he's saying is I recognize that you are the Christ you are the Savior you're the king that we've been waiting for you're the one that can help me and now I'm asking for your mercy I'm asking for your help and everyone else standing by said shut up don't bother Jesus just keep your mouth shut but Bartimaeus was so determined that he's not going to stay where he's been for so long, that he's going to do whatever it takes to get Jesus' attention. He's not going to let the opinions of other people keep him from his freedom, and many times we do that. We come into a place like this, and we hear about the goodness of God, and we hear what he can do for us, but we allow the opinions of who is sitting near us and what they may think about us hinder us from crying out to Jesus. I'm not going to raise my hands and worship because what someone else may 
think about me. I'm not going to cry out and say, Jesus, I need help because you may think I'm jacked up and you may think I'm weird. But Bartimaeus didn't care. And there's got to come a point in your life where you get so sick and tired of being where you are and where you've been that you say, I don't care what anyone else thinks about me. I'm leaving this place free. I'm leaving this place set free. I'm leaving this place changed. And Bartimaeus does something phenomenal. Because the Bible says when Jesus calls him, he springs up runs towards Jesus, but watch what he does. He takes his cloak and he throws it away. That's a big deal because this is his legal right to beg. This is his excuse for why he is the way he is. Well, you know, back when I was a kid, this is what happened to me, and that's why I'm sitting here begging today. He throws away his excuse and he moves towards Jesus. Here's the first thing I want you to get today. If you're you're taking notes, you can write this down. Jesus hears whoever calls. Jesus hears whoever calls. Red and yellow, black and white. He hears them today. Psalm 34, 4 says, I sought the Lord, and he heard me. In other words, he responded to me. He wasn't too busy to pass me by. Jesus is traveling down the road. He's on his way somewhere. And everybody wanted a piece of Jesus. Everybody wanted Jesus to stop. And Bartimaeus cries out, he's a blind beggar. He's a nobody. But Jesus stops. Why? Because I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. In other words, everything that I've been wrestling with, he has the ability to deliver me from because I'm crying out to him. But listen, I can't hold on to my excuse and reach for my freedom at the same time. I can't hold on to my past and walk into my future at the same time. At some point in time, I have to make a decision. I'm either going to stay where I am, I'm going to stay with the pain, I'm going to stay with the excuse, or I'm going to throw it away and move towards Jesus and allow him to transform and change every single thing about me. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians, it says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. That's right, brother. Everything that you've done is gone. It's a brand new life but earlier I said your actions will come into alignment with what you believe about yourself which means if I'm going to live in the new life that he's given me I've got to allow him to change my identity I can't identify as the blind beggar anymore I was lost but now I'm found. I was an addict, but now I've been set free. I was broken, but now Jesus has put me back together. I'm not wrestling with both. I'm not playing with this whole idea of Jesus giving me freedom, but at the same time I want to rehearse 
everything that's happened here. I can't rehearse it anymore because that's no longer who I am. I don't identify with that individual. That individual that was hurt, that was broken, that was disappointed, that was abused, is now dead, and a new person has come alive in Christ Jesus. So Bartimaeus says, I'm throwing away the cloak because I'm not going back to sitting. I'm not going back to where I came from because I've heard that Jesus can set people free. I've heard that Jesus can open my eyes, and so I'm going to him. I don't need this anymore, and I'm moving forward. And the Bible says that he followed him on the way. He went from being a blind beggar to a fully devoted follower of Christ. But how many other people were sitting on that same road that day when Jesus walked by and nothing happened for them because they couldn't see anything better for their life than what they already had. So they wouldn't cry out because there's, there's nothing better for me. But Bartimaeus, <laughs> something about him said, you know what? Right now I'm a blind beggar but I believe I can be a seer. I believe that I can be someone who sees. I believe that I can be someone who travels down the road like everyone else. I believe that I can be someone who follows Christ. And because of that, I'm going to cry out. And it doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what you think. I'm not going to allow you to hinder me. How many other people sat there because of the opinions of others? What if Bartimaeus would have said, you know what? There's this girl over there down the road. She's cute. I haven't seen her yet. But something about her voice that I've heard, I can just tell she's a good-looking woman. And because I want to impress her, I'm not crying out today. And because we don't cry out, we remain sitting. There is freedom for every single person in this room doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what's happened to you. Your life is not defined by the situations that have happened to you. Not if you don't allow it to. You're not that person anymore. You are not that person anymore. Not if you've given your life to Christ. You are a brand new creation. Start walking in the new life that he's made available. If you're watching online right now, all you have to do is say, Jesus, I need you. I, I need the same mercy that you had for blind Bartimaeus, I need today. The same transformation that happened for him, I need to happen for me today. I need my eyes open. You may not be physically blind, but, but, but you don't see properly because of all the junk that you've allowed to filter the way you see life. And today, Jesus, I need you to heal my seeing so that I can see who I am in you. If you're hearing what I'm saying right now, respond by simply saying, Jesus, I need your help. Father, move in their life, move in their heart, touch them and transform them in Jesus' name.